G'day and welcome back to the My Peak Podcast. Great to have you back with us. And for you choosing to further your holistic development with us here at My Peak with the great man, Geordie Brown. How are you, Travel Umbrella? G'day, Jugs. G'day, everyone tuning in today. It's great to have you back. Awesome to see you investing continually in your holistic development. If you're a veteran listener, if you're here today, it's great that you've taken your first step towards becoming a more holistic athlete or person. Awesome. All right. Today's episode is an exciting one because our new My Peak journals have just touched in and ready and raring to go for term one here at My Peak. And today we're going to touch on why you need to journal and the benefits that journaling can have in your performance and also in your everyday life as well. Yeah, funny story about journaling jugs. I basically quit one of my first jobs because I was so passionate about journaling. I don't know where this came from. And I, this story is just What job to me. is this that you speak of? Well, I was working at um, Ambervale Public School as an SLSO straight out of high school almost. What, what is that entail? I'm not too... It's basically a teacher's aid. Ah, right. So I was working there with some sort of behavioral kids and sort of merged into like a almost a full-time role and it was becoming way too full-on. I didn't take it as a full-time role. And I was journaling at the time and I was like really passionate about it and SLSO can be pretty bludgy at times. And um, I was sort of thinking like if I was to not work here, I was always keen on starting a business or selling a product. I was like, what could I sell? And I was super passionate on writing a journal. <laughs> and I fully drafted this 365-page um, journal and I was convinced I was going to sell them in like Sunday morning markets or at the Easter <laughs> show or something like that. the Easter show. Anyway, essentially, because I did that, I was like, look, I know I've got the drive. I know I've got the passion. I'm just getting out of this job and whatever, it else, whatever else I end up in, well, great. And it was sort of just like the whole journaling thing was my first ever business idea and a few years later, here we are at my peak and we've created one of these incredible athlete journals that, yeah, we're, I'm pretty proud of actually. Yeah, so you're chasing your dreams here, brother. Chasing my <laughs> dreams here, Jugs. Oh, that's very exciting. So basically what we're going to do today is we're going to run through, um, well, we'll run through the my peak journal, but we'll give you reasons to why we have things in our journal and the benefits that it can have in your everyday life. And that's what we're preaching here at my peak is to improve your off-field um, holistic areas so that you can improve your performance on the cricket field as well. Yeah, so the journal is designed by um, Cam, myself, Talia and Henry have all had a hand in putting this journal together. So we've brought all of our th- thoughts together to put it on um, paper um, to make sure our athletes and those that get their hands on a journal are getting their most out of the use. We're not sure on the cost yet, Cameron. Mm. Maybe a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars? That's cheap. <laughs> no, not sure. That is a uh, TBC. Um, but if you're wondering who can use the journal or is this journal for me, if you're an athlete uh, or if you're an everyday person, this journal will um, uh, suit you perfectly. So, no matter what walk of life, what sport, or what you're doing on the weekends or during the week, this journal's for you. Yeah, this should be a pretty good episode because even our last episode and. A few episodes before that, we've actually touched on journaling journaling as a technique to benefit. I think we'll, last episode, we are talking about routine and mm. scheduling or um, getting your week set out so that you maintain motivation throughout the week. So it's good that we can actually sit down and go through what our journals entail and how that can benefit you so you can actually take some practical ways 
from this episode and go about implementing them into your day-to-day or week-to-week routine as well. Yeah, so this isn't our first journal. This is our second My Peak journal. So we've taken a lot of learnings from the first one and uh, really ramped up our quality of the product here. So over the years, they will continue to get better, but we've got about eight different headings we're going to run through. And uh, these eight headings sort of sit um, with the reasons why the journal will be so successful um, and how the journal will actually help your everyday performance. The first one we're going to touch on and the first heading that you'll fill out is uh, your gratitude or your grateful. So the first thing you'll do at the start of every week, every week is write down three things that you're grateful for. And what does gratitude actually do for us? Well, at first is the decision for us to choose appreciation over frustration. Whatever is going on in our week or whatever has happened last week, um, we sort of get to push that aside and be a little bit mindful when we do our gratefuls. We uh, get to think of things that we're really happy to have or really grateful to have in our life uh, and it starts us off in actually a better state of mind when we can be more grateful more regularly so it's ingraining that habit into you straight away when you flick open your journal each week yeah and the gratefuls can be everyday things too that you might not necessarily pick out from day to day or they could also be exciting opportunities coming your way for the upcoming week or things that you were really grateful for during the week so you can reflect on them and bring manifest the things that you want in your life and like i said earlier the things might not might not necessarily be huge things that every other every other person can see from the outside but they're things within your life that you can actually um, show some appreciation for which can put you in a positive mind frame and that can translate to other things in your life as well Yeah, when you can get this diary to become a uh, regular in your routine, uh, constantly looking at your gratefuls or writing them down will ingrain a bit of a habit into you to start to see the positive things in life. Every day, if you're choosing appreciation over frustration and choosing to be grateful, uh, you'll actually start to do that even without opening your diary. So it might be a bit of a conscious practice originally, uh, pen to paper, but after a couple of weeks or a month or two, it'll start to become a bit of an unconscious process and you can start doing it in everyday life as well. Yeah, awesome. The next thing right next to the uh, gratefuls for the week is to set up your goals for the week. So next to the gratefuls, right up the top, first thing you want to do at the start of the week is write down, what are my goals for this week? Or yeah. you go, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, I'll chime in here. I think what's really good about the weekly goal setting is it allows us to break it down to its simplest form. Uh, we've done so much work on goals here at My Peak, and hopefully you guys have too if you listen to the podcast, um, that big goals can sort of sometimes take up so much mental capacity. We're constantly striving for that big 12-month goal. But if we can write down that small achievable goal this week that leads up to that big goal, it becomes a lot less scary and a a lot easier to maintain long term. Yeah, I like that. It's the small steps to the ladder that gets you to the top of the tower. And also touching on that too, it's we spoke about how much goals give you direction. It can from week to week, the weeks can kind of like flow and translate into the one big picture. So sitting down at the start of the week and actually giving yourself a goal for the week can give you a bit of direction and a bit of purpose for that week as well. The thing that I also love about the weekly goals is they're usually a little bit easier to achieve because they are that little bit of a smaller goal, which is going to give us great momentum. Uh, Momentum is a wonderful thing. It can often work 
uh, negatively as well, this one is obviously a really positive way. If we can gain that momentum, we're starting to tick off, achieve these goals week after week after week, the confidence will be rolling into each week will be so much bigger um, and we'll really start to see that larger goal um, come to fruition, maybe even a little bit quicker than what we thought. Awesome. All right. The next thing we have there is our positive affirmation heading into the week. So still touching on start of the week before we kick off. Our positive affirmation is something that we want to tell ourselves throughout the week to, again, put ourselves in a positive mind frame. Mm -hmm. So this, again, is it could be the same from week to week or you might repeat some if it's a certain stage of your life that you need to repeat this phrase that works well for you. Or it could be something coming up in the week that's new or different or an exciting opportunity. And you can write down your positive affirmation. So if something comes up during the week, you know what to say to yourself to put yourself in that positive mind frame. And then your actions can follow what you're thinking because you're referring back to your journal. I like to think of a positive affirmation as a bit of an identity change something that I want to be identified as, maybe I am a powerful this or I am a X, Y, Z, something that uh, you want to morph into as a person, uh, something that underlines your identity. So a positive affirmation is a really powerful way to begin to manifest that person you want to become. Yeah, and you can. this can be a part of the journal that you can really make it performance for your cricket. It can be you've been picked in a grade higher or a different team for the upcoming week and you can be writing down there, I am good enough or I've done the work or I deserve this opportunity. So when you do walk out on the field, these um, words you don't have to tell yourself because they're ingrained and you're manifesting the positivity into your performance. Number four is our meditation mantra, something that we want to focus on while meditating during the week. And this is going to be very personalized to uh, what you're focusing on or what you're trying to maybe not focus on so much. Uh, depending on how you're meditating, um, the mantra is there specifically to maybe get you to focus on something that, particularly in your sport, you want to be focused on during a game. So for cricket, obviously, you might want to repeat watch the ball to you maybe while you're meditating or maybe a specific mindset trait that you want to be batting in or bowling in at the time. You might be saying stay positive or be positive, some sort of emotion. So a mantra is something that you're repeating to yourself as a mind frame or an action that you want to be able to focus on either in everyday life or potentially for a performance coming up. Yeah, awesome. I like that. And the performance one is really good that you might even use this as like to do it training so you can practice it at training before taking it into your game day as well. It could be your mantra um, for the week during training and then you can experiment and uh, try if that works well for you and then you can implement it into your game game day moving forward our number five is uh, something to look forward to what am I looking forward to this week and I often like to use this as my motivation so maybe uh, you've got a exciting party on a on a on the weekend or you're going out for a certain lunch or you've got a date night set up you're going to the movies uh, maybe you're going to watch a big bash game whatever it might be you've got something to look forward to something for a little bit of motivation that maybe if you're in a bit of a hard part of your week, you can flick and go, oh, I've got this to look forward to. I know if I continue to work hard, I can really relax at something I've got. So I really like to use it as a bit of a purpose driver and a little bit of motivation when maybe I'm lacking or feeling a bit stuck in the middle of my week. Yeah, it makes me think about when you uh, have a little bit of a cheat meal on the weekend 
and it's something that when you're being really strict and being very good that um you can persevere through that because you know you've got something to look forward to and if you refer that to cricket if you're really looking forward to playing a game on the weekend and perhaps it's against a certain opposition or a certain ground or just cricket in general everyone loves to play cricket this might get you through those tough training sessions it might get you out of bed early up to do a session before school or work or perhaps it might get you to train in a little bit earlier because you know you've got something to look forward to if you do those things really well yeah i think it instills a little bit of discipline too because when Mm. you've planned the thing that you're going to look forward to it might not necessarily be always the best thing for you it might be a moderation thing you might be uh, choosing to sleep in a particular morning or you might be choosing to do uh, a particular meal like cam said or you you might be going away on holiday which is taking away time for work and training and whatever that might be but rather than maybe spasmodically doing it and just randomly doing it a couple of times throughout the week because you don't have this planned or in your schedule when you've got it planned to do it once uh, it creates a little bit of discipline when you're working through those hard times as well not to just jump into these uh not necessarily bad habits um, but ones that might not serve you well over a long period of time wow there's some big words there what was that big word you just used I don't know, spasmodically yeah, yeah i'd love to see you try and spell that no, i can't spell brother <laughs> all right the next thing we have on there is something we want to learn for the week now, i think this is a really good one this is something that can set our intentions for the week mm. and my peak here we would challenge you to try and have something if you are trying to learn something for your cricket performance try and have something that you can learn away from the cricket skills to make you a better player so this is where we touch on all the time you might be looking at the tactics of the game you might be looking at how you prepare for the game or how you recover from the game and these are things that we say to you they're going to make a big influence on your performance when you do step onto the field yeah i think it's a real opportunity mindset a real growth mindset it allows the fact that we might be coming up you know with something difficult during the week maybe it's a it's a tough work task or a hard training task or whatever it may be rather than seeing it as a negative or that's difficult if we can write this down at the start of the week that we're looking forward to learning something from this process i think it really takes uh maybe a a frustrating process into an opportunity process something that we can grow with and learn from and setting the intention early in the week rather than being frustrated around this difficult task i think can really help us get the most out of those things that are challenging awesome all right that kind of takes us to our weekly setup and they're kind of the well, what is it six things that you want to try and do before the week starts and they're like we spoke about often throughout those explanations there are a lot of things that are going to put you in a mind frame to start the week in a positive uh, mind frame to learn grow and put yourself in a position to get the most out of any opportunities coming up throughout the week yeah as we move on to our back end of the week where we do a little bit of a reflection uh, this is where as an athlete uh, you can do things um, you can answer this page after Uh, game day or a late training day in the week whatever it might be you have this page to really nut out uh, and learn from the process but also sort of applaud the process as well how you went during the session uh, how you went during the game Uh, and if you're an everyday person or uh, not an athlete using this diary you can also use it as a weekly reflection and speak about the things that you learned and did this week um, to help set yourself up for the week after 
Awesome. Should we go through the questions we have? Yeah, definitely. So the first question we have is, what are two things I did well and one thing I can do better? Yeah, I love this one because straight away it focuses on the positive and it, and it makes us have more positive than negative. I think as athletes or just as people in general, it's so easy for us to pick on ourselves with a negative, oh, I didn't do this or I wish I did that. And we see plenty of that this week, Cam, at mm. the um, state challenge. The kids come off so frustrated with the one negative they did and didn't see you know, the dozen great things that they did that uh, when they were out there as well. Yeah, I think it's very important because when you are coming off the field or training sessions and you are focused on those little things that can make, um, well, at the time to you, you think they're so important you're actually missing out on all these opportunities to learn from the things you did really well. And often, as we say on this podcast, whatever you're thinking about is what what ends up happening. So if you come off thinking about all the negative things or the things that you didn't do well, then that's slowly going to leak into your habits and routines. But if you're thinking about all the things you did well, then subconsciously and naturally, you're going to do these things a lot more often. And it's such an important stage of learning so you can try and repeat these things and make it consistent in your performance all right the second question we have on there is a very simple one what did i learn today yeah great again a growth mindset and an opportunity mindset and i think without this question we can all often leave sessions uh just sort of going through the motions yep hit a few balls or going through our weeks uh, just through the motions rather than actually stopping and processing well, what did I actually learn this week how did I improve how did I get better and how can I get better next week as well yeah it's such a simple question but if you are first starting to get into reflecting on your sessions it can actually be quite a hard question to answer mm. because during sessions you can go through and um, receive a lot of different ideas or different um techniques or strategies during performance uh, during training and then you sit down and you go what did i learn today you've almost and, taken too much information yeah in. yeah and then to be able to just sit down and put it in maybe one two or even three dot points and write down what did you actually learn it reiterates everything that you did learn and makes it a lot more clearer and easier to digest moving forward all right question number three this is actually um off the back of question number two after you write down what you learn is why should i implement this moving forward and this means what i did learn today yeah it's a really good question because so often uh we can identify what we've learned but we don't identify how we can actually implement this what scenario would i use this in or what part of my week would i use this in um, and i think it's such an important question because this is where the practicality comes into it it gives us a blueprint or a bit of a schedule on, oh, I worked on this, I learned this, and this is actually that time that I identify that I'd implement it. Yeah, it goes off the back of the next question. You probably skipped a little bit in there, Brownie, because the next question is, when slash where can I use these skills? Mm. And it's it makes it a lot easier when times come up that you can implement these skills. If you've already, already identified, all right, for example, today I learned how to get off strike early in my innings. Then all of a sudden, two weeks later, you're going out to bat. It's a brand new um, opposition. You've never faced this bowler. 
it's an unfamiliar ground, it's maybe a new team and all these things going against you. And then all of a sudden you might face a couple of dot balls, you go, what do I do? Hold on. I knew that when I was in this situation, all I needed to do was drop the ball at my feet and get up the other end. Mm. And it just gives you a bit more clarification during the moment that you've actually learnt this and you know how to do it. And now this is the time I can actually implement this into my performance. All right, question number five, the last question. And this is my favorite question out of uh, the reflection is what can I do between now and my next session to reinforce what I've learned today? Yeah, reinforcement. Uh, the repetition, the most important part of any training where it's good to identify things, it's good to do them once, but doing them uh, time and time again is what is really going to reinforce the learning, the strategy, and ultimately lead to more consistent success. Yeah, it's it's a real, I, I reckon if you can practice this, if you can answer this question after every session and then actually go away and do what you wrote down, it's going to progress you so much as a player. I know so many kids that we coach, and I do this as well when I was playing, or still am playing, is you learn something and it's awesome and you leave that session maybe at point, say, a certain point in your game. However, when you come back to your next session, you're back down a few pegs because you've forgotten about it, you haven't gone away and worked on it. You want to try and get back to your next session as close to leaving your previous session as you can. If you can narrow that gap down and basically pick up where you left off, it's going to allow you to progress so much more as a player rather than coming back to your session and having to spend maybe half the session re-going over what you did do and doing some repetition so then you can get to that level and then progress to the next level. So after your session, what can I do now between now and next session to basically come back next week or next time and be at the same level so I'm ready to go to a new level? It's so true. That is such a great point, Cam. So often uh, we see an athlete the week after um, and I say, oh, how'd you go? How'd you go implementing those things we learned? Uh, how many hits did you have? Or how'd you go? Oh, I didn't bat on the weekend or I didn't bowl on the weekend. I actually haven't done a session since uh, we last did it. And you spend the first half an hour of the session just trying to get them back to where you left last session. Mm. So if you can go and really reinforce and implement these things that you've learned um, and that the things you want to get better, better at, if you just do it one more time before you come and see your coach again or one more time before you go and do your gym class again or whatever it might be, you're already 50% better. Just by one extra session, imagine building up to another two sessions, three sessions, even four sessions before you get back. The growth is just so much more tremendous, so much quicker, and uh, it just allows your coach or us um, to continue the process moving forward nice and quickly. Awesome, and these things that you might write down, uh, when I say these things, uh, when you're trying to come up with things that you can do between now and next session to reinforce, they don't always have to be physical things too. It could be a lot of mental things too. It's, it could be simply like writing down what you learned during that session more often. You might go home and write down how I felt during that session, how I felt when I was you know, making a slight technique adjustment or when I was trying to implement a new strategy or a new plan during my training and it could be just writing it down each day or it could be scheduling 
a couple of sessions in for the week or it could be actually performing the physical sessions as well of course but just think about all these different ways that might be able to reinforce what you did learn during that session yeah it's good that you say scheduling cam because the last couple of parts to the my peak diary uh the journal here is you do have your monday to sunday uh with plenty of space to fill in your schedule and organize your week uh super important that you write these down especially if you're sort of trying to hit targets as well um obviously cam and i really are preaching the holistic side of uh development whether on field or off field and if you can sort of have all of these things scheduled in it's it's much clearer um, and much more obvious to you when you're trying to tick those things off specifically so you still got your monday to sunday there and then the last thing you're going to do in the week is you've got your notes your reflection so that's a little bit of free time where you can play around maybe uh, you can write some great quotes down maybe you can write down maybe your game plan for the weekend you've got your notes and reflection there ready and then you're also going to be ranking your nutrition skills training mindset routine sleep quality and motivation for the week Uh, you'll rank those out of five so you can give yourself a score there too so there's a bit of accountability there hopefully when you get to these things at the end of the week and maybe you had uh kfc or mac is the night before your game you're probably not giving yourself a five out of five for nutrition so uh, a little bit of accountability there to fix off because you have to rank yourself at the end of each week yeah awesome that last page is kind of like a bit of a free time you can write down some things that you learned during the week maybe outside your skill session you might turn that last page into like a reflection for something else that you did during the week you can take notes you can write down feelings thoughts or emotions or perhaps you can write down your what you want to do during the week then you can use that for your reflection before the start of next week I think a really good point to finish on is that journaling and uh, filling out a diary is something that if done consistently can be very life-changing I mean I shared a little story at the start but I've been journaling for a while now and it's dramatically changed my life just in terms of organization and accountability and as I've sort of progressed um, with a little bit of discipline and consistency with the diary uh, where I was three or four years ago is obviously dramatically different and there's some other things obviously involved that get me to here but the organization and the accountability part of keeping a journal has been a huge part of me obviously moving uh, forward in my both on-field and off-field life awesome if you have any questions about either the my peak journal or how you can get into journaling moving forward please reach out and we would love uh, to help you on your holistic development journey yeah absolutely these diaries are for anyone and everyone so please reach out if you want to get your hands on one uh, we'd love to get um, a my peak journal to you and start to transform uh, your life for the better awesome we'll catch you next time on the my peak podcast